Welcome to the Holiday Survival Podcast. My name is Erin Billings and I am your host. The holidays can be the most wonderful time of the year or they can literally be the worst. My hope is that this podcast series will be a resource for you to not only survive this season, but thrive. Over the next couple of weeks, we will be sharing episodes on everything from how to navigate relationship challenges to how to set boundaries with family, friends, and colleagues. We will also be talking about how to find joy in new traditions and why prioritizing your values during the holidays is important. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Holiday Survival Podcast. I have with me Navi Bliss, love and confidence coach, speaker, and author. And this is going to be a really fun episode. The holidays can put a lot of stress on your relationship, whether it's family stress, financial stress, work stress, health stress. It can take a toll on your relationships. And so having Navi here, She's going to answer all of our relationship questions, and she even has a wonderful talk planned for you for the private podcast. So, Navi, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Yeah, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me and for everyone that's listening, for taking the time to listen. I know that this is a busy time of year, so you've been taking the time to listen. It means a lot. And I'm Navi Bliss. I'm a love and confidence coach. I'm an inspirational speaker, and I'm an author. And it is my mission in life to help people to fall head over heels in love with themselves so that they can effortlessly attract the life of their dreams, be it their relationship, their ideal clients in their business, because it's all the same. And how I got into this, what makes me so passionate about this is that I grew up in a home with a mom that was physically and emotionally abusive towards me. So I grew up not having self-esteem and it led me into a path of really toxic relationships, domestic violence relationships. And once I got out of the second one and I got out by the skin of my teeth and I realized, okay, this can never happen again. And I'm not responsible for what happened to me. It wasn't okay what happened to me but I am responsible about what I allow into my life from here on out. And it set me on a healing journey. And once I started to feel better, once I started to feel good in my own skin, and I realized the transformation that had on my life and how I was actually able to attract healthy relationships into my life, how easy that was, how I got to just feel good every single day. It made me so passionate about helping other people to do the same and the beauty of the work that I do is it starts with you. It starts on the inside. And once you change the inside, the outside transforms. And so you don't have to rely on another person. I love that. And that is a message that I believe we all need to hear and internalize. Because that self-love component is absolutely necessary. Now, I know that relationships can be hard year-round, but what makes them more challenging at the holidays? So there's a few different things that are going on. So 
One is it's a particularly busy time of year, right? So everyone, you know, you still have your normal work life stress, and then you have all of these events that are going on. You're meeting all kinds of people that you normally don't meet throughout the year during the holidays. You're perhaps traveling as well. And it's, it's a lot, there's a lot going on. Then you're watching all of these beautiful Hallmark movies. And, you know, I love to watch (laughs) them too. And that are showing these picturesque scenes and these perfect families. But for 99% of people, their family doesn't look like that, right? So there's this pressure that there's something wrong with you and your situation and your family when it doesn't look like that. And then because of all of this that's going on, we have all of these old wounds and old trauma from our past that is being triggered and it is bubbling up to the surface because of all of the images that we're seeing, all of the pressure that we're under. And that just adds fuel to the fire. Oh, you are 100% correct on that. Especially with the Hallmark movies. I love a good Hallmark movie, but it's just unrealistic. And like you said, it just doesn't align with the majority of people watching them. So what are some common experiences or themes that can cause conflict for couples during this time of year? So one is, I think, not knowing yourself and what you need and having clear communication around that. I think that that's really important. People need different things and they're looking forward to different things during the holidays, right? One person might be looking forward to the million social events that are happening. And the other person might be looking forward to unplugging from work and having quiet time, right? And if you're not on the same page around those things, and you don't have to be, people are allowed to be different and have different needs. But sometimes we can get really frustrated with our partners when they're not able to intuit our needs, especially when you've been together for a long time, because you could be thinking, how do you not know this, right? But then this is a cycle that you go through year after year after year. So that is something that is definitely a big issue that can cause conflict. And the second is just this idea of all of the number of events that are going on and just the idea that that everything has to be amazing and you have to show up as this, you know, happy, bubbly, perfect couple. And the thing is, even if you have a fantastic relationship, you still have bad days. But when you're not under the pressure of so many social events, you don't feel the pressure to to show up and, and, and sort of fake it through those events, which which can actually just make it worse because, you know, while you're holding that fake smile underneath, the, the anger is just bubbling up more and more. Oh, you are totally right. I'm sitting here thinking about how there are times where there is one partner that is extroverted and one partner that is introverted and they have to get on the same page. That is so important. I know that around the holidays, we have another episode where we're talking about not going broke and what kind of issues come up with couples whenever it comes to finances? Yeah, that can definitely be a really big one. Again, because most people aren't on the same page. And actually, I'm going to say most couples tend to be people who are somewhat opposite in nature, right? Because we're sort of attracted to the person that has the qualities that we don't have. So you're going to have a spender, you're going to have a saver, you're going to have an extrovert, you're going to have an introvert, you're going to have all of these 
these different things going on at the same time. And you want to get on the same page. But I mean, I will say one tip that I actually love to give to couples that allows them to like have their autonomy is it doesn't matter how long you've been married. You need to have some separate finances. So you can have your collective finances. These are going to be things that go towards your mortgage or rent or those collective expenses, those big expenses that you're paying together. But then you need to have your own separate bank accounts and you have money that's allocated towards that. And if one person wants to take the money that's allocated towards that and they want to spend every last penny of it, then that becomes their right to do so. And it's not putting distress on the other partner that the mortgage isn't going to be paid or the rent isn't going to be paid or the car payment is going to be missed because those things are already taken care of. And if the other person wants to just save that money, you're giving them the freedom and the space to save that money. And you're both allowing yourselves to be who you are, but also work together in a relationship. That's great advice. Have you personally experienced challenges in your relationship during the holidays? I have experienced challenges in my relationship during the holidays. So luckily those things aren't about money, but that's because we've put aside, that's how we function in our relationship. We have collective expenses that we pay together and we have separate accounts. So we don't need to worry about those things and we get to have autonomy. And I think that that goes a really long way in our relationship. But I am an extreme extrovert. I love people. I want to be around people all the time. Every party, every night, I'm good. My partner is not like that. So that has been an issue, but we've learned to work through that. And how we've learned to work through that is I'm okay to do a lot of things on my own. And we have conversations around this is important. These things are important that you're there with me. And these things are unimportant if you're there with me. So it's knowing that he's not letting me down in those situations that he's not there. And we have a clear conversation around it. And when I am going to those situations without him, those parties, those occasions without him, I'm not getting upset that he's not coming with me because we've already had this conversation. And I know that he needs that downtime to unplug by himself. I love that. And I think that even lends itself to situations where one person in the relationship has like a chronic health issue and they can't go to all the events. And so having that conversation of this is the two or three events that I would really love it that you could attend versus here's all 10 parties we're supposed to go to. And it means more, right? Because if you have that person's full presence and you have their attention, right? And sometimes it's even decreasing the amount of time that you're there, right? I know that my partner has a limited social battery, right? And if we can have conversations around what is the length of that battery, right? And if he can be present and engaged, it makes for a much better time for both of us when he is there and it, it feels exciting, it feels happy rather than him being there for all of these events and being unplugged and not being present, right? That That's far more frustrating. Yes. And in my experience, I always have an exit plan, especially at family gatherings. It just helps to have, like you said, here's an expected time frame that will be here. 
And having that conversation ahead of time, I think that's so important. So just understanding that people have sensitivity like towards family members, this can also cause conflict, right? And boundaries around certain people. So sometimes it's like, even if you have that conversation, and this actually tends to apply more to our own families than, than our partner's families. But if our partner is with us, right, and we have that family member that says something triggering, or we know that they have the potential to, then we need to also have a word or a situation to know, okay, we need, we, now we need our partner to intervene with us. Now we need them to help us through this situation. Now we need, now this is a sign that we need to leave, even though this wasn't what was planned because it is going awry now. Oh yes, I think that's always a good idea, even outside of the holidays. So if someone out there listening is having a hard time in the relationship, what steps would you have them take to make the situation better? So the first thing that you wanna do if you're having a hard time in your relationship is it's really easy to go into blame mode, right? And to be pointing the finger and things aren't gonna get better from that place. In fact, when I work with people and they're coming and they want to work on a relationship that they're already in, um, a lot of times they'll come to me and they might spend 10 minutes telling me everything that their partner is doing wrong and everything that is horrible about their partner. And how, if that situation happens, what I always say to them is I'll look them in their eyes and I say, okay, you're my client, so I believe what you're saying. But now I have to ask you if all of this is true. Why do you want this relationship? Why do you want to be with this person? That softens them because it gets them to turn around and start thinking about the reasons why they want to be in that relationship, why they want to be with that person. The very first thing you have to do is tap into that energy. You're not going to have improvement from any other energy other than that, right? And then it's to clean up your side of the street, right? Once you're in this place, I want... To this relationship to work, right? And the finger pointing isn't the way to do it is to start cleaning up your side of the street, right? Even if your partner says something or does something that isn't okay, what is your part in it, right? Conflict always takes two people. It is not one-sided. One person cannot have a conflict. It's not, there has to be engagement. So either you're engaging in it, you're, and as you start to work on cleaning up your side of the street, and this is where I always tell people it it doesn't take two people for to turn a relationship around. One person can do it because if you're able to change how you're showing up, your partner will change how they respond. And if they don't change how they respond, then they're just showing you that they're not capable of that. And then you get to make a decision as to if that's something that you want or it isn't what you want. I think you're absolutely right. I think the communication is such an important part. And if one partner is lacking in that department, you have to ask, is this ever going to correct? In, in most oh. cases, I'm going to say it actually can. Because when you change the energy in which you're showing up in, the other person will change their energy too. Honestly, unless you're dealing with somebody who is narcissistic or abusive or just, you know, those people don't change, right? But that is not the majority of people. And those relationships probably weren't actually never good to begin with, right? But when we're talking about trouble in a relationship, we're talking about something that was great and then then it it dipped and, and it wasn't anymore, right? And in those cases, really cleaning up your energy, cleaning up your side of the street 
it really can make all of the difference in the world. It doesn't happen in the snap of a finger, but it really can happen. And I've seen this in my own relationship. When I was bringing my own stuff in, there were times when I was doing it and and the the person that my partner became was a different person. And working through that, the partner that I have now is completely different, but it, it was my energy that that changed all of that. And that's because those traits were inherent. They were there to begin with. They just got lost along the way as I, you know, was dragging my my garbage into the relationship. It's a good way of putting. Okay, so I want to shift gears. We have a private podcast feed where you are going to be doing a talk. I would love for you to share with our listeners what that's going to be about. Yeah, so my talk is going to be that you won't need a fire uh, this holiday to heat things up. And it's going to have five tips on how to spice up and heat up your relationship. So if this is, if you're wanting to bring that romance, you're wanting to bring that heat, you're wanting to bring that passion back into your relationship, then this, this is a talk that you're going to want to tune into. And it is going to give you some real tangible things that you can walk away with that are going to really help bring the romance, heat and passion back into your relationship. I love that. Do you think that whenever one partner puts more intention or effort into heating things back up that that can actually make things much better. Yeah, because my work isn't based on this energy of chasing, right? Because chasing doesn't work. When you chase something, <laughs> it runs, right? And so it doesn't work. <laughs> It's actually, it, my work is centered on elevating yourself and how you feel about yourself and really, really changing your energy. And it's about magnetizing things to you, right? And so when you become a magnet, yes, it will change, right? When you're chasing, it doesn't change, but you can become that magnet and things just come to you, including your partner. I love that for the single folks out there. What advice do you have to help magnetize yourself a little bit better? So one thing is for the single folks is people think that, you know, when they talk about manifestation and um, they think, okay, like happiness, joy, love, these are the highest vibrations. It is not. It is authenticity. Ooh. And the more authentic you can be, that is very, very magnetizing. And then being true to that and, and showing up in that, right? There is nothing hotter than someone who feels hot, who feels sexy. And I'm not talking about faking it, but I mean, they feel that way. And that is different for every single person, but you're not going to attract the right person for you unless you have the bold audacity to show up as you, right? So for some people, that's going to be wearing um, their stilettos and their mini dress and going out there and rocking it. For someone else, it is going to be, you know, wearing a, a, a workout outfit, right? For someone else, it's going to be a pair of jeans. It's going to be completely different, right? But if you feel fabulous, that radiates out, right? And so rather than paying attention to fashion, rather than paying attention to all of these other things, start paying attention about what feels good on you 
to you? What makes you feel really, really good? What makes you want to go out there and shine and show yourself off? Not if if putting on that mini skirt makes you feel like you want to just like like curl up and hide, that that's not magnetizing. That's not sexy, right? Then then find that thing that does. It's good. You're gonna be far more magnetizing and sexy when you're wearing the thing that just you feel really good and you feel proud to be in. You, your body feels comfortable in it. That's great advice. I'm one of those that you won't catch me in a mini dress. You're more likely to catch me in sweatpants and a hoodie, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. And the thing is, the people who are meant to be attracted to you are attracted to that, right? Because it's it's your comfort. It's your ease that's, that, that welcomes people in, right? And mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. you will see sometimes that people that are aesthetically perfect they don't they're not welcoming they're not they're not attractive so people might look at them and think like okay like you're um you know you're you're beautiful but they're not able to draw people in right and what draws people in is, is your comfort level so that is something that you can focus on that that's actually really easy to do and when you start to think how does this feel to me how does this feel on my body how does this make me feel to go out in the world and be doing activities in this. I love that. That's great advice. So Navi, how can our listeners connect with you? So people can connect with me on my website, which is navibliscoaching.com, or I'm on all social media platforms at navibliss. So feel free to reach out to me. You can, you can always send me a DM. If you have a question about anything, I'm very open and receptive. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't feel like you have to be ready to jump into coaching or anything like that. We can always just have a conversation. We can talk about what's going on. So don't be afraid to reach out. Love that. So we will put your links in our show notes. And everyone out there, make sure to go check out her private podcast talk. And the link to that will also be in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Holiday Survival Podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review so that other people can see just how wonderful this podcast series is. We also have a private podcast series featuring our expert guests where they will be guiding you through this season with their patented methods to help you thrive during what can be a very hard time of year. To learn more about how you can subscribe to the private podcast series or for more information about our expert guests, please go to the show notes or holidaysurvivalpod.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season.